Blog Talk Radio. Hello, and thank you again for joining Destiny Talk Show on Blog Talk Radio. And I thank you again for coming in and hearing the Word of God in season for us. But God is saying to us that we, we, we have to be strong in these times of need. We have to be focused in our hour of distress. Let us go into prayer right now and go before the Lord. Father, we thank you right now. We give you praise. We honor you, O God. We worship you, God, in the name of Jesus. Father, for everything that we are facing in our lives today, Lord God, we give you praise. We don't know why, when, or where, Lord God, but we know that you are in control. We know, O God, that you are our answer to every need that we have in our lives. So, Father, we come before you right now in the name of Jesus, decreeing and declaring, O God, your word, God asking for your wisdom, your spirit, to be poured out on us, O God, that we may walk in accordance to your will for our lives daily in Jesus' name. Father, right now we stand before your throne, God, boldly, Lord God, not with tears, not with fear, not with defeat. God, but we stand before your throne in agreement with you, Lord God, agreeing to the situation that you have it under control, agreeing, oh God, that you have the answer, believing, Lord God, that the manifestation will come when we need it, God, because we know that you are a present help in the time of need, Lord God. So, Father, we come before you right now, O God, knowing the power that you possess, knowing, O God, that you are our creator, knowing that you knew the situation before it came up, God, knowing that you already solved it before we even came to you about the problem, God. In the mighty name of Jesus, Father, we're not focused on it, Lord God, but we know that your spirit is in control. Father, we're not fearing it today because we know that you have cast out all fear from us, Lord God. But, Father, we come before you today seeking your wisdom, seeking your spirit, seeking, oh God, that you would give us the clear directions on what to do, Lord God. But we love you, God, and we want to do what is right before you. We love you, God, and we want to be in accordance to your will and your way, Lord God. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come before you right now, God. Give us wisdom, understanding, and knowledge today, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Okay, so the Bible lets us know. That is not by might or power, but it is going to be by the Spirit of the Lord. So when we look at that and we say to ourselves and we put it into our daily lives and we say, what does that mean, not by might nor by power? What it means is we will not compromise the power of the Holy Spirit. We will not allow ourselves to be discouraged 
and make the situation bigger than what it is. And we will not carry unbelief with us on a daily basis, fighting and warring with ourselves as to whether or not we should believe. But we will stand on the word of God and be encouraged daily as the situation approaches day by day by day. We cannot compromise the word of God because then that weighs us back and forth. One day we believe, the next day we don't. One hour we know God is able and the next one we're questioning the power of our Lord and Savior. So what he is saying to us is that we have to believe when there's no more belief left in us. We have to stand and not compromise what we've been taught. This isn't the first time God is bringing us out. This isn't the first time that he's answered prayers miraculously. This isn't the first time that he showed us visions and dreams of our situation and how we're going to get out of them. This isn't the first time. So we have to stand on the word of God knowing that he's going to bring us out, that he's going to answer us. So when he was speaking to Zerubbabel and he told him that it's not by might nor power, but by his spirit that that building will be built. Once they came back to him and they repented of their sins and they followed in his ways, he said, I'm going to build this. I'm going to put it together and tell you how and what and when and where. Because if we look at a building structure, And we say, how are we going to build it? We have to put our plans together. We have to make sure we have the equipment, the timing, the employees. We have to make sure that we understand every cubic feet of that structure. After we've gotten that together, we get the materials that we're going to need. So when God tells us, it has it's basically what he's saying it has nothing to do with you aside from you standing on the word of god aside from you believing the things that you cannot see that's what he's saying to us so whatever we're facing today whatever it is he's saying stop trying to figure it out within yourself stop trying to Manipulate the situation. Stop trying to handle it yourself. I've got this. Trust in me. At some point in our lives, the Spirit of God has to rise up in us. The Spirit of God has to come forward in our lives. We cannot make all spiritual decisions. We can't make the spiritual decisions. We need Christ. We need the Holy Spirit to lead God and direct us in all all truth and righteousness. So on the days that you're feeling discouraged, on the days that you're, you're, you're feeling a little unbelief, that, those are the days that you go before the Lord and you begin to pray. 
and you begin to speak to the Lord and you begin to tell him, I'm feeling a little discouraged today, Lord. I'm, my, my belief is not as strong as it should be today, God. I need the spirit of God to come in and strengthen where I'm not believing because I know you've done it in the past and I know you're going to do it now. But God, this situation is so severe. This case is so urgent right now, God, that I need you. And he's letting us know I'm already here. I'm already here for you. The structure in my is already built. The structure, the tools have already been sent to you. The structure that you're trying to put together, everything is already there. The reason we don't see it is because we're lacking prayer and praise. Prayer and praise. Our prayers cannot go down as defeating prayers. Oh, Lord, why? Oh, Lord, help. Oh, Lord, oh, Lord. We have to go in prayer saying thank you. We have to go in prayer saying I love you. We have to go down in prayer saying, God, you're able. Because when you begin to give that midnight praise and the cells of that jail begin to open, it was because of praise. It was because of believing. It was because of being encouraged. And it was because you did not compromise the faith that you have had all these years. But that you know that the power of God is real. So when it says turn from your wicked ways, turn from the sins, it's, it could mean your thoughts, the sins of your thoughts, the sins of your unbelief. Because you may say, well, God, I'm, I'm trying to live right and I'm trying to do this. But what about your thought process? What about the counsel that you get from other people? Those are the things that can hinder the blessings of God as well. You have to be around those who are feeding your spirit with fire, feeding your spirit with knowledge and wisdom and understanding, not with defeat. Because sometimes we think that when we go down in prayer, that if we cry out to God, he'll hear us more so. If we begin to tell him how hard it is and how we can't um, manage that he'll feel sorry for us. But he said, I have equipped you with the whole armor of God. I have equipped you with my spirit. I died to give you the power and rose again that you may have the power that I have to do greater works. But yet we don't acknowledge him, his death, resurrection, and his power in the situation because we feel like it's better to complain than to believe. Because we want to have a pity party that God will come in and move on our behalf. But at some point in our lives, we have to stop the tears and stand on the word of God. We have to stop the complaining and begin to be encouraged because we know he is able to do what he has said. So when we go through and we are facing the things of this world, and it's daily, it's hourly, it presents itself a lot. Don't magnify the devil. 
Oh, Lord, the devil is coming. Oh, Lord, the devil is showing his face again. Oh, when did you have time to actually give God glory if the only thing you're telling God is about the devil? At what point did you mention God in there except for bringing forth the devil and presenting him to God and not giving God any praise, not giving God any reverence, but you've said to God, oh, God, the devil has given me cancer. Oh, God, the devil has taken my money. Oh, God, the devil has taken my car. At what point does that magnify God? At what point does that rise up with the spirit of God in you? So instead of those words, can we focus on the words of God? Can we meditate on him daily? Yes, God knows that the devil is real. He created him. Yes, God knows that he's going to attack us. Yes, God knows that we have the power and the strength to overcome him. We don't have to constantly, constantly um, bring him up before the Lord. We don't have to constantly, constantly tell God that we can't handle it, that it's too much for us. It is too much for us, and we don't know how to handle it because it's a spiritual battle. We're not equipped for that. So we have to go before the Lord in praise, in worship, and he will reveal his answer to us through wisdom. So we have to fight the good fight of faith. That even the things that we don't see, we believe that we will receive without wavering, without complaining, without always bringing up what the devil is doing to us. Because he knows before we even speak it what's going on in our lives. We have to understand our creator. We have to understand that he knows everything. Nothing surprises him. And once we get that understanding, then we can understand why he said is not by might or power, but by his spirit. Heal cancer, God, by your spirit, not by my fears. Heal financial problems, God. Heal, God. I trust you, God to us directly, inwardly. He communicates to us through his word. His angels are encamped around about us. His spirit lives in us with power. He died and rose again that we may have life and have it more abundantly. He has given us every tool there is to build that structure. He has given us every tool there is for us to believe. And to know that he is God. So we don't have to cry anymore. Weeping only lasts for a night. But as we begin to grow in Christ, we, we don't weep as much. We stand. We fight. We put on the whole armor. We believe. And we seek his face. Because he is the God of our salvation. He is the God that loves us. He is the God that wants the best for us. So when we face these problems that he said he'll never leave us nor forsake us in Hebrews, we know he won't because he's done it before. We know he's not against us. 
because he's shown us how much he loves us. Even though it feels that way, he's saying, get out of your feelings and come and rest in him. Believe in his spirit. Believe in who he is. And we will see the glory of God in our lives. What is it today that you're saying, God, I need you? What prayer are you praying today for yourself or for someone else? And you're saying, God, come and rescue my family. Come and rescue me from this. And he's saying, I got you. You don't have to worry about it. My spirit is going to take care of this. And then you doubt because the situation looks bigger than what you imagine, bigger than what you can handle. And he's got it. In Hebrews 11, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Even when we put on that whole armor of God, if we do not have faith as our substance, then we have nothing. Because our foundation is to believe in a God that created us, died and rose again for us. So we have to have the faith substance, that things that are hoped for. You're hoping for God to solve whatever it is you're going through. You're hoping that the answer will come because it's not there. You don't see it. And you have to believe. You have to have that faith to believe that God is able. Because without faith, it is impossible to please him. Without faith, it is impossible to see what he's working on. Without faith, it's impossible for it to even come to pass. So we are to focus. On seeking him, we are to focus on believing that he is the God of our salvation. We have to grow in Christ and not be the same. Can you see spiritually the answer? Has he given you the answer, but yet you waver because the manifestation is not there? Have you read in your Bible that there is an answer. Somewhere in this situation, he has assured you he's going to take care of it. And somewhere in this situation on a daily basis when you don't see it, you compromise, discourage, and unbelief. But in the midst of all of that, we have to hold on to what we don't see. We have to hold on and believe And know that God is able and he has prepared a place for you to receive your blessing. What is it today that you're needing from God? What is it today that you're saying, God, you're not hearing me, you're not answering me, that my prayers are falling on death? Deaf ears, God. What is it? Why are we magnifying the situation? Why in our prayers are we saying the devil, the devil, the devil, the enemy, the enemy, when our prayers should be about worship, about praise, and about acknowledging who Christ is in our life? 
because we believe that when we present the devil to God, it intensifies God to answer quicker, and that's not the answer. Come before me in praise, giving and worship. Come before him with love. And then everything else that he sees in your life will be taken care of. Everything else in your life will go away because you're so focused on him and not the devil. You're so focused on him and not the situation. But every day we're constantly saying, Lord, the devil is this, the devil is that. Bring it down, bring it, bring it, bring it down and start saying, God, you are this and you are that. And you'll begin to see that that conversation about the devil lessens, but your worship and your praise grow. That's what you want. You want the focus of Christ to grow, not the focus of the devil and the mountains and the hills and the Goliaths. We don't want that to grow. When Esther went before the king, she said, if I perish, I perish, but I'm going. I know protocol. I know I'm going against it. I know things may or may not work out, but I'm going because this is an urgent case. But she went before God first before she did it. She didn't say, oh, God, the devil is attacking my people. Oh, God, the devil, the devil, the devil. No, she went before God and she got the people to go before God with praise, with worship, with fasting. And God saw her through it. Stop focusing. Stop focusing on negative. Stop focusing on the situation. Stop focusing on the mountain. Just start out your prayer saying, God, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to deprogram myself from thinking. I'm going to detox myself from always coming to you with tears, from always coming to you with complaining, from always coming to you about the devil. I'm going to detox. And I'm going to come before you with praise, nothing but praise. Even though my heart is heavy, even though I don't have an answer, even though I don't know the next step, I'm coming to you with praise. God, I'm not going to focus on the negative. I'm not going to focus. I'm not going to tell you about the devil. I'm not going to tell you about anything. I'm just going to praise you. That's all I'm going to do from this point on. And I know it's going to take a minute, God, because that's all I've ever done was came before you crying, came before you complaining, came before you telling me how bad the devil is doing me. But, God, today I detox. I detach myself. I, I allow your spirit to help me to regroup, rethink, renew, reincorporate the word of God into my, my mind that I may grow in you. And not the situation. And as we begin to do that, we will see better results, faster results, quicker results from God. Because we're not battling with the flesh anymore. We're not fearing the devil anymore. We're not focusing on the situations and the mountains and the Goliaths and parting up, trying to get across the Red Sea. We're not focused on that no more. All we're focused on is our Lord and Savior and the fact that he has the answer and the fact that he already had had the answer before we even came to him. That's where we are when we grow in Christ and when we put the whole armor on 
Sometimes we think that that whole armor, once we put it on, is like, okay, it's magic. I'm, I'm there. I'm Wonder Woman. I'm Superwoman. I'm, I'm, I'm bad now. No. The whole armor has a significance to it. We have to put that whole armor on with the Holy Spirit, with the presence of God, with acknowledging who he is. Not with complaining and murmuring. You got armor on and you still complaining and murmuring. I don't know why I'm putting this armor on because this situation is serious. And look at it. Don't even go in the back and look at this right here, this situation. No, he's like, stop. Just just stop because you're, you're making it worse than what it really is. Because now you're at the place where you're in unbelief and discouragement is growing, even though you're putting all your armor on. Even though you're praying, discouragement is still growing in your life. Even though you're saying, God, help me, I know you can do it, discouragement and and compromising and unbelief is still growing in your life right now. And I'm going to need you to just stop. I just, just stop. Don't even put the armor on because you're not ready yet. You're not ready. You don't understand God yet. But when you put that armor on, And you feel good about the fact that you know who your Lord and Savior is. When you put that armor on and you know that you're standing with the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings, when you put that armor on, unbelief goes away because you feel the confidence. You feel the glory of God with that armor on. That's when you know you've detoxed yourself from all that negativity, from all of that wrongful type prayer that you've been presenting before your Lord and Savior. Not by power, nor by might, but you will build this structure by my spirit. The spirit of God is the Holy Spirit. He said, I will leave you my spirit. He will guide you in all truth, Righteousness. Do we still talk to God or do we only complain and cry? Do we still go before God in worship and in thanksgiving or do we tell him about how bad the world is getting? Do we acknowledge him through his word? Do we read and gain more knowledge or do we just hang on yesterday's word? We must reevaluate our commitment to him because he's committed to us. We must detox ourselves from focusing on the wrong things and presenting to God the love that we know he has for us. Never leave us nor forsake us. A fighting spirit that Esther had. If I perish, I perish. But I'm going because my case is urgent. God can do whatever he wants to do whenever he wants to. What do we know about God that sustains us? What do we know about God that keeps us focused? What do we know about God that will help us not compromise or get discouraged or have unbelief? What is it that we know? 
What is it that's keeping us holding on to our salvation? How do we know God is going to make a way? How do we know he's real? What are the questions we're asking ourselves today? Or if he even loves us? All of this needs to be detoxed. We need to regroup, go back before the Lord, get in his word, and worship. And we will find that he never left us. We will find that he's the same God that did it before. We will find that every experience that we've ever had with him made him real to us. That's how we know he's real. We have our own testimony, our own revelations of who he is according to the word of God. So let us pray. Father, right now we thank you. We give you praise, glory, and honor, O God, that we detox ourselves from the negativity of our lives, Lord God. But, O God, that we replenish and rebuild our spiritual immune system, God, that we may be able to stand anything that happens because we trust in you. Because God is not by anything that we do or say that won't change the situation. But God, when we allow your spirit to grow, when we allow your spirit to give us wisdom, when we allow your spirit to communicate with us, the manifestations will always be there. Father, we will give you praise today. We will not come in prayer anymore complaining. We will not come in prayer anymore focused on what the devil is doing. We will not come in prayer anymore saying the devil, the devil, the devil. But God, we will come in prayer with worship and with praise and acknowledgement of who you are. We will come in prayer, God, right now, believing, God, that you already had the answer before we kneel down to pray, singing unto you in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for this day. Bless us as we go out. Bless us as we come back in. Father, we love you, and we give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen.